Welcome to D and D, the dinner party role playing podcast. I'm your host and Junjimet. Dungeon, dungeon. I've been doing this lately. I've noticed where I've been jaying that D. Dungeon master James Gressel, and with me today are some of the fun people. Say hi, fun people. Hi. hi. <laughs> Beth and Mike are here. We're going to start our prequel series, which I guess is called now Pre and D and D. Which, like, I typed as a joke and then was like. Pre and D and D. Uh so this is pre and D and D one. We did pre and D and D zero and had a lot of fun with it. Uh talked a lot about uh these characters and stuff, and now we're going to get into uh their story uh and whatever that's going to be. Um somebody tweeted at us and on one of the episodes where you guys actually like where the in the main story where you guys meet Katheria. Uh, evidently, I said that she has blonde hair. So, oh, okay. Um, we'll we'll see why that changes. Evidently, because like <laughs> me in my head, I'm very very adamant that Young Katheria has black hair. Like that. Like I for for reasons either maybe she dyed it. Like I'll leave that kind of up to you. Maybe Beth. Of, okay. Like why is her hair black or why does her hair change? Okay. But, like a woman's hair color changing, anybody's hair color changing isn't. That's not a crazy. Well, that that, you that, know, could, that people, could be mundane, or that could be like some sort of ma- big magical I event. Know. You know, people keep their feelings in their hair. It's a well-known thing. Oh no! What does that say about me right now? <laughs> <laughs> you're you're full of love. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. <laughs> I love that. After after uh, a bad breakup, a woman tends to cut off all of her hair. Sure. Yeah. And a man tends to grow it out. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. who cares? Yeah, that's that's true. I have I've had some sloppy looks in the past. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Same. We have talked uh, about some of the other dramatic irony things of these characters as we know them in the main story versus where they will be now. So they will be different people, played by different people. They will not be played by me. Yeah, we're taking that off your shoulders. <laughs> Don't I just you worry play about these it. characters. I have to play everybody else. <laughs> Fill out the party. Yeah, but uh, but yes, Mike will be playing Nils. And Beth will be yep. playing Katheria. The food part for this arc. Pre. The pre. It's not It's not like pre-food. It's not just prep. You're not going to have to just like pick it with <laughs> bins of mise en place. <laughs> like cubed onions. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, just. Julian carrots. Yeah. Raw. No, uh, the, the inspiration for uh, this prequel arc is coming from as... If you're listening to this when it's starting to come out, we are fast approaching my favorite holiday, Thanksgiving, and all of the things that go along with Thanksgiving. This will not be Thanksgiving food inspired, but instead uh, shared meals. Uh, this is is the inspiration for this arc. So it's going hmm. to be holidays, potlucks, vacations, um, meals that are meant to be shared with with groups of people. Things like that uh, is what I've been thinking about as as I've been putting this one together. It's one of my favorite things about food and and stuff uh, is bringing people together with a shared meal and meals meant to be shared. Or, you know, I love about our Thanksgiving that we've done the last few years with our friends, uh, everybody bringing their dishes and sharing their dishes and being proud of their dishes. And I, I want to celebrate that and... and um, cement that into our fiction that's something that we haven't really done yet and thanksgiving is one of the most important food things for me uh for the last seven years eight years uh eight thanksgivings we didn't do last year but this will be the seventh one wow yeah Yeah. um that i've hosted so 
want to want to get that in here and i'm really excited to do different kind of shared stuff so uh, we don't have anything to eat today. <laughs> but, well, it, interestingly, last night, Mike and I had Middle Eastern food. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way that we got it is family meal with like a bunch of friends. So we all just stood around the table and yeah. grabbed the uh, grabbed bread with our hands. and Yeah, kind of meze style. Meze yeah. style, yeah. The kitchen table, it was yeah. wonderful. Was yeah, that's that's the kind of stuff that we're going to be doing here for the next uh, the next few months is uh, there's the. Uh, there will be mezzy kind of kind of things uh, with uh, via Majumbo and um, mm. you know the kind of place that uh, that he's from and the food that inspired that place. Um, Does Majumbo make jumbo? Gumbo. Gumbo? Majumbo makes gumbo. <laughs> jumbo gumbo. Yeah, uh, I eat some majumbo. Gumbo. I don't like okra. Mm. So <gasps> how what? what? I, I know that there's good okra. I have not yet had it, oh. so I'm afraid to cook it because I don't know what it's supposed to taste like when it's good. So I, I would okra. love to go to like a like a soul food restaurant or something and get some good gumbo or like a Louisiana restaurant and get some good gumbo mm-hmm. so that I know what it's supposed to taste like. I've it's never right. had it. I At don't all? believe. No, I don't Are believe you I've serious? ever had gumbo. It's such an important African ingredient. It's such an important ingredient. Yeah, okra is like I, a big deal. Yeah, I'm nervous that it would destroy my insides. Like Mike I has some digestive my, issues. Yeah, I think my tummy would just be like, this is not going to be good. But I don't know. It, I have this weird thing. So hopefully if I ever try it, it'll be all right. We'll find we'll find a place. I, I'm, I'm, I'm curious, curious about it. Yeah. yeah, I'm curious to try it. Those are the kinds of things that I, I will be yeah looking into and stuff, different kind of shared experiences. Recently, um, my wife and I went to a Spanish restaurant and had paella. I got paella for the first time, which is a big shared thing that I, mm. that might make an appearance because we loved it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we'll be exploring some different kind of shared uh, meals. Oh, I'm uh, so excited. Yeah. I, I, all I want is to go out to restaurants and get like, one giant thing or three big things and everybody eat from the same plates mm-hmm. and no one will do it with me. So great. I, I've really changed tunes r- recently on like shared plates and, and small plates, restaurants and stuff like that. Tapas kind of things. Um, I used to be really like against it. Like everybody get their own thing. I don't want to share anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> me too, man. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> but I, I've, I've changed uh, uh, my, my perspective. I, I, now, like like what you were saying, I want a little bit of everything. I want yeah. everybody to be able to try so that we can all talk about what everything tastes like. Mm-hmm. And... We've been doing that more recently. Yeah. We have. And I remember when I was younger and I wasn't making good money, it was nerve wracking to do something like that. I'm like, no, no, no. I'll buy the $8 salad and no one bother me because mm-hmm. I don't want to be obliged to give more when I can't. Mm-hmm. But uh, now I want the tapas. Yeah, that is that is an aspect of some of those small pays. Uh, plates places, here in LA yeah, where it's like oh we yeah. recommend four for the table and they're all $28 yeah. <laughs> um thanks <laughs> and it's like, I guess mm-hmm. I'll do this once a year yeah. yeah or we just get one thing and that's all or like two things and that's all we can get yeah mm-hmm. and it's like one chicken on. wing for dinner right yeah. <laughs> but yeah hopefully we can find some some ways to recreate some of those kind of experiences at home uh here uh over the next few months and um celebrate sharing food um, so if yeah. you, uh, listeners have like a shared food tradition that, that you really love, tell, uh, tweet at us and tell, tell me about it. Cause I'm, I'm really curious what kind of shared foods mean something to you. Uh, you know, like we're coming up on Thanksgiving and I, I have done it. I've done the Turkey every year. I've done a couple of the like staple things and that's something I'm excited to share with everybody this year. Cause I've 
Uh, I feel like the turkey's gotten better every year. I've never done it twice. Yeah, I am going to smoke it this year. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it. Yum. Yeah, I can't wait. This is my favorite time of year. Yeah, the fall kicks ass. Fall is my favorite. Fall rules. It's the best. We have uh, left summer behind us, even though it is a little bit warmer here in LA today. I still got my sweater on. Yeah, cozy, comfy. (laughs) We've got our our fall leaves decorations and our glowy pumpkins and. Very nice. Yeah. yeah, you guys decorate. We are in Gressel's home right now. Yeah, which I think, which is also the first time that we've done this since uh, since pre COVID, where wow. we've been in like our space. Yeah, this is where D and D and D started in yeah. your home. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Cool. Yeah. So here we go. We're gonna get. Um, we're gonna we're gonna get going. But first, um, uh, let's just we're just review. We don't have any story necessarily to recap, but uh, let's check in with how you guys have have you've been sitting with your characters for a little bit. Uh, if you guys have any more questions, I sent you character sheets. Mm-hmm. So we have the mechanic aspect of that uh, ready to go. Probably should have made character sheets from a jumbo and and Navia. They're not really like NPCs. They're like, <laughs> like They'll probably be in battles with us. Eh? Yeah, we, which, you know, we'll see if, if that's uh, if that's a thing today, but I, I might have to like hastily look up. Uh, I mean, I have a pretty good handle on bards by now, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> with, with James, but it's I ha- I've never uh, played a, a fifth edition druid, even though I used to do druids a lot in back in third. Oh no, well that's going to be difficult because I have some questions about how to sure. play a druid. Um, I've played magic users, sir, magic <laughs> user in the past. But when it comes to a druid, sure. what are her kind of go-to moves? Because I'm looking at my uh, my actions here. Mm-hmm. I've got a spear, I have primal savagery, and I don't know what that means. Primal savagery is a pretty uh, cool thing it's um it is an ability it's a cantrip it's a spell i guess you channel primal magic to cause your teeth or fingernails to sharpen what Uh, you basically (sighs) become part animal for a second and like let that like wild energy take over so that you use that as an attack whoa yeah it's a it's a i really like that uh that cantrip as a like um option for for druids to like flavor a regular attack it ends up doing um acid damage it increases as you get uh higher level so right now you have we're we're, your characters are gonna be seventh level uh and that does 2d10 of poison damage if you if you hit uh, uh if you hit with it so i also uh i i i picked some weapons for you guys i i wasn't really sure kind of what you uh how you kind of saw your characters and what kind of weapons they would use me personally that's a that's a very like specific thing for each character like i know fletch the bow Mm -hmm. is like part of fletch yeah yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) not anymore all right it's all right it's still missing we won't know until next season (laughs) but you uh, love playing characters who are missing a limb oh do i (laughs) i love it it's my absolute favorite um, yeah. An extension of the self, with, that bow. With a paladin, you know, I I can't... The the only reference I have for a paladin is Diablo, Diablo 2. Two. So a mace is what I had pictured. Okay. Um, I like having a warhammer. Yeah. It sounds super cool. Is that two-handed or is that one-handed? Uh, it's versatile, so you could go both. Oh, that's what it says. Uh, Marshall um, and versatile. Marshall is 
Mar- Marshall just means it's a, it's like a regular weapon. It's okay. like a it's like like a like you hit things with it. Okay. Yeah, it's not a ranged weapon or like a fancy fancy finesse weapon or anything. Um, it's just a standard like it's a it's a hammer. Got it. Um, I also felt like Nils was a like smash things with something heavy guy. Yeah, more than like dueling with a sword. You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I I gave you a mace and a warhammer and kind of thought like okay, this is. Uh, you know, that seems right for me, but yeah. if 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 that also tracks for you, then I want a shield. You, I think you have one. Oh yeah, I think I gave both you guys shields. Um, let me see inventory. You've got. Yep. You give me a bed. Yeah, <laughs> you've got a bed. <laughs> yeah, you've got a shield going. Oh, I do have a shield. Yep. Okay, so that's also gonna uh, up your armor class. So that's I, why my armor class is eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. God, I looked at that and I was like, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, Nils is uh Nils is actually pretty uh pretty stacked. W- yeah, which is you know fitting for for him. Uh mm-hmm. I also gave Katheria a shield. I, I, but so like right now you're set up uh Katheria is set up as like a you know with a with a spear and a shield. And I don't know about spear. Yeah, but but Ooh. what I I had less kind of less of a solid image of how she would fight because I feel like she's going to go more magic, magic heavy. Yeah, she wouldn't have a crossbow. No. Spear? Mm. No, would she do something kind of like... So she's she is a future queen. Yes. So I imagine Katheria sees herself as a very dignified person deep down. Um, like, there's there's an obligation there. Yeah. And when I think about queens, when I think about like royalty those paintings come to mind and they're never holding spears. They have swords and shields. They're swords. shield maiden type. Sure. Thing. So I feel like a sword, a rapier might be. Well, now it's interesting. Uh, druids can't do that. No, no. Druids have like weapon. And she carries a stick that she pretends. <laughs> well, it's funny. That's actually a druid spell. Um, <laughs> what? But but dru- druids' weapon options are a little bit more limited. So so you can't do. I don't believe you can do a rapier, but you could do a scimitar, which we could. Um, Whoa! Which what, we could, wait. What are my options? Because that's wild. Um, let me. Uh, He's just a low key pirate. <laughs> a low key Arabian pirate. Uh, yeah. I mean that. That's the problem. Is that like when when you think scimitar, you do think that very like. Yeah, Aladdin. Yeah, sword. like Arabian sword. Yeah, big, huge, thick blade. Yeah. Um, but I think that we could. Uh, it's a curved blade, just we, in and of itself. Yeah, we could change that to something more elegant, of like a a you know finely crafted curved blade. Well, how's that different than a rapier? Rapier is a finesse weapon that requires a certain kind of like style of fighting. That um, oh. But uh, let's see. Yeah. So proficiencies for druids and weapons is clubs, daggers, darts, javelins, maces, quarter staffs, scimitars, sickles, slings, and spears. So um, the the idea kind of is the way that that the rules for druid are set up is that like it really limits what how much metal you use. Mm -hmm. So like you can't use metal armor at all as a druid like rules is written. So there, there are some limitations on the kind of like weapons and things you can use, which I think frustrates some people about druids. But uh, I, I think that limitation is really interesting. Like, why is it, you know, why is it that your character is doing these things? But I, I, I initially did have scimitar, and then I, I, I changed it. But I think it was because I was thinking the like big fat blade. Yeah. And if we make it more of like an elegant, she's not a big flat fat 
blade girl. Yeah, like a cur- still, you know, still kind of a. What's a quarterstaff? It's 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 exactly what it sounds like. It's a big stick. It's a staff. Hmm. A quarterstaff maybe not so good at cutting people. No, but no, you can bonk them. You could like bonk them. Donatello. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, and you could make it like a gnarled, you know, from a specific tree if you want. Like you, yeah. you, you know, we could. Oh, have it would so be cool. willow. It would be like so yeah. sleek yeah. and yeah. elegant. You know, you could I think quarterstaff. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna change it. Okay. You want to uh, manage your inventory, or I can on my side. The other thing that I um, wanted to uh, ask you guys is related to weapons. Do you think that they would have any kind of like signature weapons at this point? Like, like specifically with Nils, I think like, and we don't have to get into like a full backstory for the weapon or how he found it or anything, but like he's been adventuring for a while. You guys are level seven. Do you think that Nils would have like his hammer or his mace? You know, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would be mace is super dope. Mace is calling to you. Yeah. Just cause like, Oh, let me just look up the Warhammer as well. Um, Warhammer, there's a lot of there's a lot of latitude with Warhammer of like what does a Warhammer look like? Look like, yeah, you know, because it can be like Mjolnir, or it could be like uh, like Robert Baratheon's hammer from Game of Thrones is like a much bigger, longer handled like. That's how I imagine them. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm thinking because yeah, I'm thinking now of characters from other games that I've played that are that have that are like healing. And they have these massive hammers. He stole it from a blacksmith. Like, it's a working hammer. But he was like, oh, I like how this looks. The blacksmith is like, what the fuck, dude? I guess we have to, because you're the ruling lord's son. Oh, Gragnak. It's a dwarven forged hammer. Yeah, I'll probably go with a war hammer. All I right. think he would have a signature hammer. I, I don't know what it looks like just yet. Okay. Here, I'll, I will put a war hammer plus one in your inventory so that you have that. I don't think Gatheria. Not a hitter. No. Do you think she, like like do you think that she would choose her staff more for vibes than necessarily <laughs> like utility and and magic? I or think, does she have a magic staff? I it's a magic staff. Okay. I think I have a um, I I have an idea of how she got it, and should I tell you how she got it? I mean, sure. Unless you want, unless you want it to come out in fiction. Although, I, although that, uh, when is that really going to come up? I know. I would like. I would like to imagine that Navia also has a magic staff. Okay. And the two of them, in the last uh, traveling together as schoolmates, as close friends, made each other their staffs. Oh God! What if it's like they they came across a tree that was like split in half by a lightning strike? A f- oh, a felled tree! And it's That's like cool. the two different sides of the tree. They were lucky enough to participate in the felling of the tree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that they are. It is. It is a way to be bound to each other. Sure. Another That's way. Cool. Another thing that connects them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Girlfriends. Yeah. Girlfriend staff. And I want I want it to like mine's very carved, but soft to the touch. And then when I use my magic, the carvings have a faint glow. A glow, yeah. yeah. Kathiri is very glowy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. I'll let you. I'll give you um some some room to kind of play with what the staff can do. Hmm. Um, as far as its magical properties, you know, within reason. You guys aren't super powerful. She's not a queen yet. But like, if you want. 
the ma- if you want the staff to have a magical effect of some kind, it can. And I will go ahead and change yours uh, to plus one as well. Didn't Katheria? Wasn't she introduced having a panther? Yep. She doesn't know. Okay. We don't see that panther much in D and D and D. It doesn't really do much, but you don't see Katheria much in D and D and D either. Um, but she has one, and yeah, that is a that we're that is another one of those um uh uh dramatic irony things. Yes, she has a panther. Currently, she does not. Mm. So we will see uh when she comes across her panther. And listeners, bear with me as I get acquainted with my my many spells here. There are. A lot. And they're neat. Gust of Wind was an option. Oh, take it. <laughs> Wait, can I take it? No, I don't know. No, because I, 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 no, I, I use it all the time. A, yeah. Yeah. No, don't give it. Don't give me that. Uh, <laughs> one thing, uh, Mike, to pay attention to mm-hmm. versus Fletch is you have disadvantage on stealth rolls as Nils because he wears heavier armor. <laughs> okay. So not a, not, a, not a sneaky boy. <laughs> Well, my, well, my, well, hold on though, because compared to <laughs> compared to Big Fletch, who like, man. can go wherever well, he wants, yeah, yeah, yeah. But listen, I have barrel chested. Oh, <laughs> I saw I had chain mail and it said stealth next to it, but then it had a D, and yeah, that's, that's what you mean by disadvantage. disadvantage. <laughs> <laughs> I was all like, how is chain mail sneaky? How can I be sneaky with that? But no, I can't. You can't. I understand exactly. <laughs> all right, all right. So, uh, any other questions before we start the story? I'm nervous. I'm nervous too. My heart just jumped into my throat. Hey everybody, Russell here with a few quick announcements, and then we're going to get you right back to it. Thanks so much for listening to the first episode of our prequel mini series with Beth and Mike. We had so much fun recording the session. We we already scheduled the next one uh, earlier than we originally thought we were going to because we didn't want to have too much time between these. so much fun to play these characters and, and try out something a little bit new. Uh, and I really hope that you guys are enjoying it as much as we did creating it. Just a couple things and we're going to do the ad and then we'll get back to it. Uh, make sure you check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash dndndpod. Uh, I have uh, reinstated early releases uh, for this prequel series. We're going to be putting these out early for patrons uh, as soon as they are available going to see if this is something that maybe we could keep going into season five when we get back to it. But for now, uh, I'm only promising it for the prequel series. So go and check that out. We're going to have some other rewards coming up soon. Beth is working on the next t-shirt. So there's a couple more t-shirts we're going to try to get out by the end of the year. Uh, Recipe cards will be returning now that I can um, make more food again. uh, And we have more food uh, that will be inspiring this arc. So uh, those will be coming soon as well. Uh, but early releases, the big headline for the Patreon. So check that out, patreon.com slash pod. Beth's shop is currently on hiatus, but it will be returning uh, and there will be um, D&D and uh, prints available when it does return. In the meantime, if you want some D&D and merch, you can head over to TeePublic uh, and search D&D and where we have uh, Beth's designs available as uh, t-shirts, stickers, mugs, notebooks, whatever you uh, want to order those designs on you can over at t public uh just one more reminder that for this prequel series we're going to be doing releases every other week at least for the foreseeable future uh through this really busy time in the fall 
uh, maybe they'll increase in frequency if we really love doing this. Um, but uh, for the immediate future, at least, we'll be going every other week. So uh, not next Wednesday, but the, the following Wednesday uh, will be the next episode. Unless you're a patron, then you'll get it early. So all the more reason to check out patreon.com slash pod. That's it for me. Thanks, everybody. Do what's fun. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is a crisp fall day in the Moonshadow Valley. The leaves have started to turn. Uh, it's, you know, a pleasant temperature. There's a little bit of a breeze. The sun is shining. There's only a few clouds uh, in the sky. And uh, it is uh, early afternoon, although the valley, uh, being true to its name, uh, has a little bit more of an evening kind of glow about it. The sun has uh, dipped just behind the mountains and started to cast its long shadow across this land. Uh, and as it does, there are a few folks out and about in the woods outside of the temple of Galamathir, deep in the valley. It is a period of relative peace in this land. There isn't really too much conflict going on. The order of, uh, of Galadoy is... Not necessarily at its peak, but they have pretty strong numbers and uh, are well-respected in the region. And they have some druids out and about in the forest doing their work. Uh, and a couple of these druids are neglecting their assignments from the, uh, from the order. Uh, they don't really play necessarily by the same rules as everybody else. Uh, they're a little bit new to to their job. They're fresh out of school. They have that confidence that comes with youth, <laughs> uh, and uh, they're they're pursuing kind of their own mission. Uh, so even though that their their official job is just to kind of patrol the woods and make sure that there's any there isn't anything you know out of the ordinary weird happening, Navia, a new uh, newly christened druid. Uh, thinks that this assignment is beneath her ability, uh, and she is out for more. Uh, she was a bright young student, personally taught by the Archdruid with Cathiria Urthadar, uh, and the two of them are clearly more talented than anybody else in the Order, and this is, this is Navia's opinion, certainly. Uh, and she has convinced Cathiria to uh, ignore their duties. They'll they'll be able to to submit their reports. They won't have it. You know, they, they they won't get in trouble at all. They they have bigger, more important things to do. Uh, and that today is to try to break on through to the Feywild. That is mm. what <laughs> Navia is trying to do. Oof. Uh, so we're going to join them uh, in a little clearing in the woods. Uh, the fall foliage around them. They have found a spot. Navia has researched a spot that she thinks might be uh, connected to uh, some of the other ancient groves. They know from their studies that the ancient groves 
and the beacons that the order uh, protects are weak points between the two worlds. But uh, Navia has come up with some new information. Uh, she has been reading some fringe theories, uh, some some less uh, publicized books from the library that uh, believe the entire valley might be a weak point. That at any any spot uh, with the right magic, it can um, be poked through and create a portal into the Feywild. She thinks that there's there's power in this whole region. It's all wacky, uh, and this is what they're going to try to do today. And try to do a voice for oh. both of these characters, and we'll see if I can do it. All right. So she turns to Katheria, Navia does, and she says, "Oh, Kat, I'm going to need your help. I'm going to need your help with this. I, 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 I know you've got strange feelings about the Feywild, but you're just going to have to put them aside because th- this is this is the place that's going to get us to the next level. This whole place is is so magical, and 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 I can just I can just feel it right out of there, and I, I can tap into it like I." It, Look, it's 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 here. We're we're around it, and and if we can just if we can just punch through, then we could we can get so much more. Cat, it, it maybe you could find answers to your questions, or maybe you could escape from 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 your your destiny if we can get get through this barrier. I I I know. And she like reaches out her hands. She starts to tingle, and you start to tingle a little bit, and and the plants around you start to kind of enliven a little bit more. And even though it's fall, some of the leaves and some of the trees starts start to turn back to green and and this is you can you can tell that this is navia doing this and she's she's kind of flexing a little bit Mm -hmm. and like you know that this isn't fey magic that she's playing with she's just playing with her normal magic and she's trying to like up it a little bit she's so excited about like this is the day that they're going to try this navia every week it feels like there's a new thing that you've been reading that leads you down a different path you guarantee that we're going to be able to turn in our assignments in time? I do. I, I yes. I I, I promise uh, it's 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 not going to affect any of that at all. It's it's we're, we're, we'll be able to get those in. You know, this is just a little bit of extra time that we're going to have to take, and and we'll be we'll be right back. It's just going to be a quick jaunt over there. It is one elaborate forbidden a quick ritual jaunt and then into another realm. Uh, what's the worst that can happen? Oh, we get lost. Would that really be that bad, though? I mean, we do. We we, we only kind of fit in here, and I mean, as long as you're with me, then then what does it really matter? I mean, we we if that place is anything like the inner inner sanctum, that's where I want to be. I mean, mm. it, it it's just so much more beautiful there, and 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 the power is just so much greater, and the, 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 we can we can we can get so much more out of that place than we can here. I mean, we, we have nowhere to go here. We've 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 reached as high as we're going to go. I mean, like I, I'm not destined to be queen. <sighs> Don't remind me. <laughs> I think Katheria holds on to Navia's hand, grabs her hand, and just sort of not timidly, but she's more apprehensive about this. Mm-hmm. But Navia's right. Like if we're together. I suppose we could get lost and it would be okay. It'll be okay, I promise. Have I led you astray? I shake my head no. Yeah. It's gonna be alright. She looks in into her eyes into your eyes and you know, she kinda like half smiles and she squeezes your hand back. Alright. What's this one say then? Glad you're on board. So uh, I'm gonna need you to stand over there and, and you hold 
home this flower and it's a flower and you recognize immediately that she stole this from the inner sanctum you that's navia i i know you're so naughty they'll never notice there's a million of them and look i even put a little put it in a little jar so it's not even gonna die okay and she she takes the flower and goes and stands where directed okay now this part's going to be a little bit weird but i promise it'll be all right and she uh, ma- waves her hand and magically the flower grows and its roots uh, like tangle you all up. <laughs> <laughs> Navia! <laughs> it's just for a minute. It'll be all right. Don't, I mean, you're, you're going to be bound down there a little bit, but you need to be in that specific spot. And I'm sorry, but I don't really trust you to, to not move. I would. I wouldn't. Uh... <laughs> she knows she would. She would have moved. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so stay right there. Stay perfectly still. Not much of a choice. <laughs> uh, a little bit more prep and a little bit more plants, and then we're, we're, we'll open this portal and we'll see what happens. It's itchy on my ankles. Oh, well, y- yes, that, well, technically, that it's a little poisonous. Just a little Are bit. You, Navia, you need to tell me this before you wrap me up in vines. Some mild itching and discoloration, but there's nothing, n- nothing permanent. You'll be all right. Can I try to cast Druidcraft to make, to make like... The thorniness or the the spiciness of the vine more smooth. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Just want to like maybe not be poisoned. <laughs> I won't move, but I don't want this. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can do that. It, Druidcraft is a cantrip. Uh, you create. You can um, yeah make a a flower blossoms a very very small magical effect. Right. To Druidcraft. Yeah. So you you just kind of like lessen the thorns on this vine make it just a little more comfortable to be constricted by these vines <laughs> and navia like she, like stops what she's doing and she kind of gives you a side eye look and she waves her hand and the thorns grow back <laughs> 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 you guys go back and forth on this for <laughs> a couple rounds uh meanwhile elsewhere in the moonshadow valley there is a uh, tributary of the Winter Song River, a small uh, stream that is running down from the mountains uh, before it joins the greater uh, big, big river that runs past night, uh, past Night's Pass. But we're a ways from there. Uh, we are up more in the mountains, not far, not terribly far from the northern border of uh, the Moonshadow Valley that, that leads into uh, the lands in between moonshadow and husk so we have passed the lakes of lucia we have passed the swamps uh in the in the uh tumroji um wetlands and we have come to this northern part of this these mountains uh and in this stream lounging on the side uh on the banks of it with his feet up and his back against his red uh his pack is a Kind of a, a man who's dressed a little bit too fancy, kind of for for what uh, they're doing, uh, and he is playing a little flute. Absentmindedly looks over to his uh, companion Nils Haskendauer, who is standing in the river fishing. And the first man uh, says to the second, "You're never going to catch anything, man. You haven't yet, and it's been you've been at it for hours, and I'm getting hungry. Can we just eat something that we brought with us? Well, yeah, once I catch one of these fish, I'll give it to you. Well, I've been I've been waiting, and I've got the pan ready, I've got the seasonings, I'm all ready to go here, and I just 
I, I, I'm sorry. I don't have, I don't believe, I don't believe you're well, going to catch you anything. You know, if you keep talking and using your words, uh, it's going to scare off the fish that are in the pond. I don't know if that's true. I'm not sure either. <laughs> don't know why I haven't caught one. But I'm still trying. I'm trying to put food on the table. Perhaps I could uh, maybe speak to these fish and we could bring them in and we could try to convince them to bite your yes, hook. please. I'd love to see you talk to a fish. Go for it. <laughs> uh, and Majumbo goes over to the stream and he sticks his face in the water. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it just blows bubbles. And he brings his face back up and he's he's laughing and he's like, they don't want to talk to you. They don't want to talk to me. No, they know you're trying to catch and eat them and they're purposefully avoiding you, you, you silly man. You gleaned all that. Yes, we've had a, we had a long conversation, my fish friends and me. We go way back. God damn, I love you. You're <laughs> so funny. He plays a little uh, he plays a little few notes on a flute of his. Uh, which may come back into play later um and uh and some fish start to kind of like jump around in in the in the river so much that they start just leaping around in circles around you almost like they're dancing oh my God. uh in it, like a synchronized kind of jump it's very disney like that he's he's using a uh, an animal handling spell from his flute to uh get these fish to do this so now there's fish all jumping around you <laughs> do i have my hammer sure <laughs> I try to sw- try swipe to one of the fish out of the air. One with yeah. hammer. <laughs> I rolled it. Okay. <laughs> 16. Yeah. Or 23. Yeah, 23. Yeah. 23? Yeah. You can smack a fish out of the air. You, yeah, you smack a couple fish out of the air and they land on the bank next to the uh, next to the little camp that Majumbo has set up. And he says, well, there we go. We've, you, you've done it. You've, you've always been better with the hammer than you've, you have been with a, with a fishing bowl. Well, I couldn't have done it without your magical flute. Well, we make a good team. I can't agree more. Ah, uh, we have been traveling so long, my friend. It is going to be so exciting when we get to the, the to Place Namsere. The, the, the fish in, the, in that place, oh, it, yeah. will, it will blow your mind. They come fresh out of the bay. And we have them in the market. The spices, it is one of the most beautiful things in the world. You, it, it's so much better than whatever we will be able to fire or roast ourselves here. Do you have lots of... Do your people have lots of conversations with these fish? <laughs> Only the most gifted are able oh. to converse with the fish. Okay. <laughs> but there is, a, there is a funny tale about a fisherman and his wife that, uh, oh, well... It's not suited for mixed company. And he looks at some of the fish. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right, well, you'll have to tell me later. And I wink. <laughs> Back in the other part of the forest, Navia has set up a few more things of the ritual. She has um, actually started to uh, outline a, a circle in seeds. You watch, Katheria. Uh, She's planting these seeds and waving her hands and making them grow a little bit so that they, they create a a like seedling barrier of uh, like a seedling circle. She casts a spell and moves some rocks around so that they start to, she's created a, a stone circle on the outside of the seed circle. And the rocks are new. Oh, I was, I was getting bored. I, you know, <laughs> with, with the plants, it was, it was kind of, you know, it was getting a little bit one note and I had to, I had to try out a few new things. You, you know, I mean, Eventually, you're gonna get sick with the stars and everything. I mean, it's, it, there's only so many. I better not get sick with the stars. That's the commitment that I made for my whole life. Yeah, well, you know, the, the people people change, right? I mean, it's, it's 
we'll, we'll see. Maybe they have different stars in the Feywild, and if we start to make a new life there, then then you you know, there might be. They, they, maybe they don't even have stars. Have I you thought about that? If there's any room on my body for new stars, Cytheria <laughs> <laughs> has uh, just just light traces of astrological uh, maps mm. all over her skin. Oh, I we we may be able to find some places. No, I pretty much covered head to toe. Yes, I suppose that's true. Well, uh, hopefully there are stars in the Feywild. We don't know for sure. Hmm. I haven't been able to find anything in my reading about stars, although I, I haven't been really been looking about the sky. I've been mostly focusing on magical sources and ways to increase my own power. But whatever, we'll see. And uh, And she starts to wave her hands around and, and move some things so that now there's different uh, natural connections being made. So like some of these seedlings are mixing, mingling together um, and the vines are kind of twisting together around each other. Uh, there's different plants that are now growing into these stones and, and like extending their roots into them and cracking them open. And as they do with e- each crack sounds almost like a thunderclap Ooh. Uh, and it starts to echo really loud. And the, the, the flower that you're holding that all these roots have, have branched off from starts to feel really hot. Like you start to feel like you're holding like a, like a piece of, of hot metal. Uh, oh. Like at this point, it's just like a, a car that's been left out in the sun. Like Yikes. you can handle it, but it's starting to get uncomfortable. Navia. It's not, it's, it's nothing. It's a per- perfectly normal. Just, uh, just stay there. Don't move. Navia. It's getting hotter. There is a sudden, like splash of magical energy and you have been engulfed in a like bubble of magic um, that has distorted everything that you've seen around it so that the plants now that are that have been hit with this bubble transform and they become more fey plants they their colors go from earth tones of greens and browns and things to the uh, like kaleidoscopic colors of the Feywild, more purples, more more oranges, more reds. I think Etheria is like, oh, this might be working this time. <laughs> She's done shit like this in the past. Mm-hmm. It's like every weekend we're out here trying to find a portal. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the first time that it's it's gotten this far. Yeah. Ooh, so I think a little bit of fear is rising up in her. And 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 Navia also seems surprised. She she. She has been very casual of like, this is just going to be fine. Y- you can see a change in her face. It's not quite nerves. She's not, you know, but there's there's a like panicked excitement of like. Thrill. Yeah, like, like a, you know, like a dog who jumped up on the kitchen table. <laughs> <laughs> what was the dog going to do when it got the turkey? We'll see. But it wanted it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's that's kind of where Navy is at now. Her eyes get really big, but she does start to move around a little bit more um, erratically, and her movements become much bigger, almost as if she's starting to lose control over whatever she's manipulating, or or she has to work a lot harder to keep control of it. There's a bubble. What's the bubble like? It's, do you feel okay? I ooh, do I? Do you? If I'm writing it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think that I do feel okay. Uh, I'm just very nervous, very, very like, oh God, oh God, oh God, mm-hmm. panicking a little bit. Mm-hmm. But if I look past the the panic, 
I feel I, I don't feel in threat. Mm hmm. Threatened. If you start to feel anything that's a little bit too much, just just tell me and 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 I'll I'll cut it out. We'll we'll we'll, we'll do this another another time, or if I'll find a way that that doesn't involve you. I just don't I don't want to hurt you. So as long as long as you're okay, just just say so. As long as we do this together, I just don't want to go first. No, 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 no. And she comes up. She comes over to you, and she like she also grabs the flower. If we go through, we go through this together. When she touches the flower and she says that and your hands kind of touch, uh, the bubble grows a lot. Oh. And it like bubbles out to the entire circle within a circle, circle outside of a circle. Both circles are now engulfed <laughs> by uh, the bubble and the stones that she has set up. She's set up a handful of so- stones around the perimeter of, of her seedling circle, which now have all become fey plants that are now all entangling within each other. When the different colored plants touch, they mix like paint and the colors start to change. Oh, cool. But the stones that she set up, the surfaces of the stone, which had been, you know, the plants had been growing into them and they've been kind of penetrating the stone surfaces. Previously, they were just, you know, moss covered old stones. She kind of pulled from around the area and moved around with magic to get there. But now their faces change and they could be and they almost look like TV screens just to cut to, to the reference point where now you're looking at something else. You're looking at something else as it appears on this uh, a different place as it appears on the face of all these stones. One um, different place or a bunch of different places? Each stone has a different place. Whoa. They all appear to be natural places within your world. You don't yet see the Feywild. Yeah. Uh, other than what is happening to the plants within this bubble. Uh, you don't yet see the pl- Feywild, but you see other places through the faces of these stones, including the riverbank, where mm. uh, Majumbo and Nils are now uh, deep into their fishy feast. Majumbo is playing some notes on his flute, and and uh, what what does Nil what does Nils do to to chill? Like, what's his, what's his, what do you think a downtime kind of activity is for him? Is he like prepping stuff and making sure everything's perfect, or is he kind of does he have another kind of like absent mind of minded activity, like like Majumbo noodling on his flute? Like, mm. what's what's his kind of like? All right, we 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 can't always be talking to each other. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> my in, my initial reaction was to say playing cards. Yeah, he's kind of a solitaire guy. Like yeah, yeah. Um, because then I was like, I, he, he can't really practice arm wrestling by himself. <laughs> so yeah, I guess uh, yeah, he just plays some cards. Yeah. He's kind of hanging out. I do love the idea of him being this kind of like burly jock guy but then he can do like close-up magic or something <laughs> like he can do he can like shuffle real good and stuff oh interesting magic would be funny like with, like <laughs> like card tricks yeah like base like not real magic but yeah car, yeah like sleight of hand sleight, stuff yeah, like right. that and he's, he's just got this weird dexterous streak in him where he because he just yeah like plays with cards that, yeah so i guess yeah i i uh he'd be doing the thing where you take a deck and you kind of open up your hands like accordion yeah yeah yeah. yeah. trying to trying to get that down Mm -hmm. and not doing well no 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 no. they're they're going all over the place yeah yeah but he's trying yeah (laughs) he still hasn't gotten it yeah (laughs) i also think that like haas is the kind of place where like kind of like michigan or like in the winter you would play cards all the time yeah because there's like nothing else to do you know Mm -hmm. so oh yeah uh, yeah so yeah, so he's playing with a deck of cards. Majumbo's kind of noodling. They've eaten their fish. There's fish carcasses around. Yeah, I imagine I uh, Nils just slapped a bunch of them 
I don't know, just with the, <laughs> yeah. with the, the hammer, just one, two, three. Yeah. <laughs> Texture's going to be weird on those. <laughs> yeah, right. There's the, Crushed bones. <laughs> he got, well, yeah, he got one, two, he picks with each. Majumbo's still picking t- bones out of his teeth. <laughs> like, oh, I blew one into my flute. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> it's going to be all flat now. <laughs> and it wasn't even a flounder. Suddenly, as you guys were just kind of chilling, <laughs> there's like a shimmering kind of light that appears nearby and at first it it's it's almost like uh like on a really hot day where like the it, like the 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 heat yeah. will kind of reflect off the asphalt or whatever and it'll have that kind of like weird haze mm-hmm. that's kind of how it starts you don't really think much of it but after a moment as as you're kind of picking up your cards that have scattered everywhere uh the music stops and 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 Majumbo says oh what do you think that is and mm. you turn around and you look and there's this shimmer and it starts to kind of coalesce into another place. As the picture becomes clear, what you see is Katheria and another woman whose back is to you. You can't see her face, but you see this woman who's facing you. She has her hands on a flower and the other woman is also holding this flower. This dark haired, tall, so much taller than the other woman, you know, fair skinned. A uh, woman wrapped in vines. <laughs> <laughs> it seems that the wind has really picked up uh, around uh, around them. Hair is scattering. And the activity within the bubble is starting to get really frenetic. And like stuff starting to get picked up. Almost like there's a vortex, start, like, a, like a cyclone starting to form within it. And, and you're, yeah, you're feeling the force of movement. You're, you're really starting to feel both of you are getting this this intense, natural connection where you're feeling... It, it's like you can feel a time lapse from planet Earth. Whoa. You can feel roots growing. You can feel the wind eroding rock. Like you, you can feel all of these natural things that are happening. That's got to be like wonderful. Oh, yeah. The, the, like you two are sharing this moment and it's like what you've been building towards. Yeah. Like like all of your natural studies and like for for Katheria. For getting out from the city and like getting into the woods and like everything that you've kind of been chasing of like a connection to something that is so not your life. Yeah. It's, you're now almost movement. There's nothing stuck about this. No, there's nothing trapped about this. Right. And, and it's, it's, it's a movement you didn't, you, you weren't even aware of like, cause it's so much, there's so much happening all the time. There's stuff decomposing under the ground. The air is moving things around. There's smells that you didn't even know existed because now you, you you can experience them the way that like every animal experiences them, not just the way that you, as a as a as far as Katheria knows, human experience. Or even when you've managed to wild shape, it's not like it is now. Like there's an intensity that that is so exciting. But viewing this from the outside, you see this woman wrapped up in vines. And this cyclone blowing everything around and this portal opened up. What does Nils kind of make of this? Because Majumbo's jaw is on the ground. He's like, what is, what is, what, where did you bring me? What is this place? (laughs) Is this a portal? I've never seen a portal. I didn't know, I didn't know portals still existed. I've only read about portals in books. So you can see that. That is probably a good question to start with. Yes, my friend, I can indeed see this. Okay, next question. 
were, were there any fish in that pond that had some sort of mind weirdy oh, properties if we were to eat it? Did we eat strange did fish? Did we eat strange fish? Because <laughs> <laughs> like that, that right there has got to be the coolest thing I've ever experienced. <laughs> and I, I just, I, I had this, this could be the adventure that I have been waiting for my entire life. This could, this could put me on the map. I could be actually not famous, but, uh, in my family, like I could, I could matter more in my family. If I, if, if this is, if we, if, do you want to go, do you want to walk through that? That could be destiny in front of us, or it could be nothing <laughs> and be, we just ate bad fish it is sounding like you might have ate some bad fish but uh oh, what if we i take i take a uh, a playing card and i throw it in the portal it goes through <gasps> kaviria you see uh through one of these stones now you're you're you, at you were so caught up in this this feeling that you you, you were kind of ignoring everything else that was happening around yeah. you but now now that it's kind of settled in and, and you've realized what's happening, you can your vision can focus and you're looking around at all these different uh, stones and the, the, the places that they're depicting. And you can see uh, different parts of, of the valley. On one of them, you can see like a high up the mountain view down looking at Night's Pass. It's, a, it's an angle of the city that you've never seen before. Your city uh, that you'll one day inherit as far as you know, or mm-hmm. as far as you've been led to believe, as, even though you're actively working against that. Yeah. Um, little, but paying in my chest. Yeah. We're, we're, we're kind of, it, but it's a beautiful look at the city. It's, it's, it's something that you've never, an angle you've never seen. You can see the, the, the black Oak walls, the city, the, the castle up on the Hill, the city below the Hills uh, up off in the, in the, in the Northeast part of the city that, that, you know, roll down into the docks, um, you don't see any of the the problems. You don't see any of the, you know, it, it is it's depicting the city almost in its best possible light. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, what is how does that kind of make you feel in this moment as you're escaping away from that place? Yeah, yeah. really conflicted because mm-hmm. there's there's what that city means in my reality in my life is it's entrapment and it's doom. But to see it from a distance, experiencing everything that happens all at once, it is a part of the whole. And it is a, a, a place that raised me, a place that I come from and that I can't just like ignore or not. It's so complicated. It's it's both love and also hate. And like the bitterness of of wanting love and home and that. But. But knowing that it's also something that I don't, I don't like the the details of that. I don't want these feelings that you're having. These feelings of conflict start to manifest magically, <gasps> and the tenor of the spell in the bubble starts to change. You're still holding hands on the on the on the flower with Navia. The wind starts to pick up. It starts to almost howl like a storm. Mm. There's there's now natural conflict happening. Uh, manifesting within this bubble in storm <clears throat> activities. The plants become more aggressive as they're growing into the rock and they start to break the rock apart. Mm. And Navy says, Cat, Cat, no, don't, don't, don't stay, stay here, stay, stay focused. We're, we're, we're doing it. We're breaking through. Just, 
stay with me here, focus on what is happening here. It's, it's so beautiful. Can't you feel it? Can't you feel the beauty that we have here? I try to pull my attention away and I look at Navia and I'm like, Navia, I'm trying. I'm trying and I, I will myself to be happy. <laughs> you start to will yourself to be happy, but as you do, a playing card hits you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and that scares me. That triggers my fear because now, now, I, I was feeling safe because nothing bad was happening to me, and all of this stuff is happening, and I'm feeling like one of the whole. But now it has attacked me, <laughs> 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 and all of my worst fears are going to come true. <laughs> oh, I, I think I just hit. I think I just hit that lady. <laughs> oh, you think, man? Do you think? Do you think you hit the lady? It's, I mean, and. Look at her face, and we we see through the thing like Etheria reacting to being hit with the card. And <laughs> big this, eyes, big fear. <laughs> yeah, this sudden fear wash over her that moments before had been this like beautiful like feeling one with nature and one with this other person that she cares about and everything. And then you hit her in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Navia sees that fear without consciously reacting to it, without even knowing what she's doing. There is a reaction within her to Etheria's fear, um, and you. Uh, through your hands, through this flower, through her, you feel a uh, like a pressure. You 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 start to feel a it, it not. It's not a headache. Like you don't feel it in your in your heads, but like in your head. But like uh, you hit a baseball. You've hit a baseball. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the 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 reverberations that you feel through the bat when you yeah. make contact with the ball, and you can feel it in your arms. Mm-hmm. That's what you feel. You feel that, but it's it lingers. It's not it's not a a instantaneous thing like when you hit a baseball. It's it's that feeling, but it stays. And you start to feel it in your hands, and you start to feel it in your arms, and it starts to kind of move up through you. And you, uh, you know, you look down because you're so much taller mm-hmm. at Navia. She looks up at you, and you can see. Uh, something has start to happen in her and you uh, from your experience and your friendship over the last few years recognize that what's happening is she's going to surge oh and we're back <laughs> in the uh, in the the riverbank we're back on the on the side of the riverbank and Majumbo and Nils are looking through this portal that is that has widened now it's about um, it's about a doorway sized uh, you know the edges aren't as clean as a doorway and it's not it's not so it doesn't extend all the way to the ground, but but for for more or less, it's that kind of like six by two, seven by two um, space. Mm-hmm. The edges are wobbly and they're starting to kind of bleed into um, the, the the space where you are. It feels very it, it seems very three dimensional, like you could grab this kind of like it's a solid object, this portal almost uh, that you just threw the card through. <laughs> Uh, and you can see after you've thrown that card and it hit <laughs> hit that lady. Um, <laughs> now there's this change in them, and there's all this this now there's this flurry of wind that's starting to pick up, and it's starting to look like something maybe bad is happening on the other side of this, like mm. through this portal. Like I think Nils would feel as though like, oh no, these people are in danger. Mm-hmm. Um, and Majumbo is like, what? What did you do? Did you was that a Joker card? Did you throw the Joker card through there? How was it? It was a Queen of Hearts. It was oh, oh well. Everyone knows that that's the card that makes everything fine. He says yeah. sarcastically. <laughs> well, I, you know, I didn't mean to hit her in the face. I, uh, shoot. <laughs> I think uh, I think we have to also go through this portal and 
I can't play 51 card pickup, you know, <laughs> like I need my card back. And they also look like they're in danger. <laughs> Maybe. Well, yeah. I don't know, because this is magic. <laughs> Let's go with they're in danger, because you getting your card back is not going to make for a very good song. That's true. Oh, you're in a song. OK, well, hold on. <laughs> let me <laughs> let me uh, fix my posture here. Right? <laughs> uh, and <laughs> I guess I like start walking towards a portal and I turn back and I'm like, Let's go. <laughs> oh, yes. The stalwart hero fixes his shoulders back and off we go into the magical portal full of fish and vigor. Yeah, exactly. All right. Let's, yeah. Let's have at it. Come on, bud. <laughs> uh, and the two let's of you through. together jump through. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> D&D&D is a Moorpark Media podcast and a Spotify preferred partner. Written and edited by me, James Gressel. D&D&D is performed by James A. Janice, Chelsea Rebecca, Beth Bradloff, and Mike Sigan.